Welcome into a new Buff Stampede Radio. Adam Monster Tiger, the publisher of BuffStampede.com on the 24-7 Sports Network, joined by a special guest, Colin Moore of Life and Football, a popular CU YouTube channel. Colin, how is your newfound fame treating you these days? <laughs> Man, listen, God is good. I can tell you that. And a lot of family members, a lot of friends, everybody calling me, congratulating me. It feel good. And it was sur- surreal at the same time because I tell, like I told my mom and my dad, like, Coach Prime didn't have to call me down. He didn't have to, but he he did. And, man, I thank him for that over and over and over again. We were in the same press conference, but there were a lot of people there. And I never get a chance to shake your hand and introduce myself. Uh, we were kind of on opposite ends. What What's going through your mind when Coach Prime calls you up there to to address him? Well, I heard him talking because I'm right there. But you know, I have my I got to stand on a chair because when Coach Prime walked out into the the area where the press conference was at, I thought I was gonna be the first one there. So I was like, "Ooh, I'm gonna hear up and sit right in the front." When I hit the corner and he, and he hit the corner, I'm like, "Dog is packed in here." I was like, "Man, I ain't gonna be." Able, so I was trying to figure out where I could get at. So I said, "Well, I'm gonna just stand on this chair." So I stood on the chair. I'm holding my phone up. And as he's talking, I'm agreeing with him, but I can't say it out loud like, yeah, yeah, you right, you right. Because, you know, y'all, they'll kick me out of there. So I couldn't say that. So as he's talking, I'm like, yeah, 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 mm, I feel you, I feel you. And then he looked, and I guess I caught his attention, and he's like, hey, hey, dog, come here. And I'm like, oh, me? (laughs) No, he talking to me? He's like, yeah. So as I'm walking down, all I could think is, man. He done really called me down on his press conference. Oh, okay, okay. Let me go on up here. Then I'm telling him I appreciate it, man. Um, he blessed. God bless him. You know, keep keep you know keep doing what you're doing because God blessing him. So then he pulled me and dapped me up. By the time he dapped me up, and you see me like you know, are you coming in, man? I about cried. So I had to slide up out of there, man. I slid up out of there. <laughs> I, like, I couldn't believe it. Like, man, wow, like. He really called me up here on his press conference on his big day. Like this, this history. You know, we only won one game last year. And everybody was saying that Colorado going to get blowed out the water. We ain't going to win but three games. But I always felt they could win. I always knew they could win because I seen all the players they had. And I, and I love college football and I played college football. So to see the guys that he brought in, I'm like, really, y'all? He done brought in. An all-star squad, so I don't know why everybody tripping, but I guess because how they lost so bad last year, all that played effect. But once he called me up, and I'm like, man, <laughs> wow. It, I was just shocked. And then when I sat down, I was still shocked. And then it hit me like, man, he really called you up here. Yeah, I, I think I shared about a tear or two about broke down. People talking about, I heard it in your voice. Yeah, I, I did. That's why I got up out of there. I couldn't stay up there, man. I would have cried right there on TV. Oh, and there were two of us covering those press conferences a year ago. You referenced last year, and and I do think that there is a little bit of uh, those of us that have been around Colorado trying to forget about the past because obviously Coach Prime's a unique individual, and what he's built at Colorado is unprecedented and pretty amazing. That was a really well-coached football team out there on Saturday against a team that was in the national championship game the year prior, 
Colorado right. looked like the more disciplined squad out there. They did. They did. And and the real reason I could you could bank on that pretty much every game is because when he went into Jackson State, that's where we followed it at. When he got to Jackson State, me and the boys, we all locked in like, hey, let's see what Coach Prime going to do. So we not only seen that that spring semester. See, I didn't count the spring semester because that one his players. When they came back for that fall of 21, because spring of 21, he lost some games. But I didn't count that because that was what the team had already had. But in the, the fall of 21, he brought his dogs. They only lost one game during the regular season, and that was to Louisiana Monroe. Then they in a uh, bowl game they lost, but I don't really, bowl game, bowl game. Then that next year, he he had it stacked again, and they dominated everybody. So all I expected was the same thing. Like, that's how I looked at it. And then as he was recruiting players, I'm like, okay, he already brought Shador, which we knew he was legit. Travis on, we know that's legit. Uh, all the guys he brought, we knew was legit. Then when he started bringing in Jimmy Horn and Xavier Weaver, Javon Antonio, and uh, Savion Washington from Kent State and uh, Jack Bailey from Kent State. Then he brought Savion um, Wilkerson in. And the more players he was bringing in, I'm like, bro, when you go look at these players, they stack. So all I could see was, oh, I'm at the barbershop telling everybody, hey, because everybody coming against me. Colin, I see you rocking with Dion. Y'all going to win. Man, listen, we been the ball. Uh, TC, you going to blow y'all out. No, I say the only teams we technically got to worry about, and I don't even know if we really got to worry about it. I, it, I would more say the name. We got to respect kind of the name of Oregon, respect the name of USC, respect the name of Utah. They got the name back in them. But when we get out there on that field, it's going to be a different thing because I believe our offense is honestly one of the top in the country. You, you can't find a better quarterback than what we got. Then when we line up at wide receivers, we got NFL wide receivers running routes. Then we got an O-line that's going to handle business and running backs that's going to handle business. So we got one of the top of the top on that offense side of that ball. Paul, and you mentioned that you've been following Coach Prime back to his Jackson State coaching days. Right. Mentioned that you play college football. First off, promote your YouTube channel for us uh, for folks that if they haven't stumbled upon your channel yet, how can they find you and share a little bit about your background, where you're from and, uh, you know, what, what got you into wanting to cover coach prime. Okay. Well, they can find us on YouTube or really anywhere. If you put in life and football, not the, and right here, the word and a N D so life and football. As soon as you Google us, or however you look it up, you everything going to pop up about us. Our YouTube will pop up. Our Twitter will pop up. Our Instagram will pop up. Everything. So, But YouTube is where we do the most work at for Colorado. We do it on Twitter and Instagram as well. And our Twitter is life and ball. And then our Instagram is life and ball underscore. Um, but as far as college football, I done played football probably since. Well, not now, but. From like the fourth grade all the way to college. And then after college, I tried to, I thought I was good enough to go to the NFL, but not really realizing I didn't put my all into it. Plus, I'm on like five, seven and a half. So I would have had to go out there, dominate and run like a four, two or four, three, which I wasn't doing. And then we got into football. I started, you know, having your normal jobs. And then once I got into the adult life, I was like, man, 
I tell my business partner, which is Michael Figures, I'll tell him, I like, listen, boy, this real life is something serious. Like, I need to go back and tell all the college players, listen, why y'all chasing that NFL dream? Chase it with all you got and don't be slacking off. Don't be doing stuff that's going to knock you off your course. Really focus on getting that dream if that's what you really want. Because if you get it, that's great. But if you miss it, <laughs> you better have a job that you really want to work. So I always tell people, man, man, go line up about five jobs that you could do every single day of your life and would be happy. Now, I don't know if you're going to have to go shadow those jobs or what, but go pick five of your best jobs that you could see yourself working 40 hours a week, seven days a week, only two weeks off a year. You, you better go find that because once it's over, hopefully you got your college degree because that's going to open up doors. If you don't have that college degree, you really left out there in the cold trying to figure it out. And that's going to guarantee you almost a minimum wage job unless you got something in your area that makes a lot of money without a degree. But most jobs ain't like that. So that's how me and my friends started the business. We, we kept talking. I said, man, we got to start speaking to these players, man, because this thing ain't real. Like, they don't know what's coming. I see what's coming. And if you don't make it, then what? And if you never prepared for what's next, you left in the cold. Like, a lot of people I went to school with, they already knew what they want to do that didn't play football. They already know, hey, I want to be um in communications. Hey, I want to be in the business world. Hey, I want to be a teacher. Hey, I want to be a nurse. I had no clue what I wanted to be. All I wanted to do was play football. And I tell you, I'm telling everybody, I'm going to make it to the NFL. I'm going to make it to the NFL. Man, that didn't happen so nice. Then what? That's how me and my business partner started life in football. So we sat one day and he called me. He said, hey, you want to do a podcast? I was like, mm, yeah, let's do it. Because I was like, well, let's get on. Let's get our information out to the world. We figured we had great information. Let's get out to the world. So 2019, we officially launched Life in Football. We we came up with the idea around October, but really we came up with it for years because we went to junior college together. We always hung out together. He was at my wedding. I was at his wedding. We done seen each other, have kids and everything. So it was perfect for us to start the business. Now we get into the business and we rolling at 2019. We're interviewing head coaches, um, college players, NFL players, high school coaches all across the country by phone. Then speed it up around maybe year 21. Yeah, year 21. I mean, not year 21, but 2021. We started doing video of it. So then that kind of put us in the local market where we could only deal with the Florida area. And then, Lord behold, at the end of 22, um, Coach Prime had said, he, you know, he coming to Colorado. And then out of the blue, Desi Banks, he's a comedian, but he played ball as well. He made a video. I mean, he posted online saying, hey, I'm going to Colorado. So what I did was I just took that video. I mean, took that picture, made a video because the boy did play football. So I made a video of it. Man, God allowed that video to get 100,000 views. The next day, I say, well, mm, let me see if I can make another video that make a lot of views. Because I never had that happen before. So we made another video. And I did Destroying. You know that guy that come hang out with uh, yeah. Travis Hunter? So I did yep. that. I made a video of him. And that video made by 200,000 views. I was like, ooh. I was like, Lord, okay. 
I think I'm about to talk about Coach Prime every day because I was going to watch him anyways. But I said, I think I'm going to talk about him every day. But I said, Lord, let me make one more video. And if that video take off, I'm talking about Coach Prime every single day. That video took off. Then that was all she wrote. I was locked in. I was already going to be locked in. But I locked in for real then. And then I, I talked about him every single day, every day until up until now, which I still do. But yeah. That's awesome. And hopefully that gets everybody that is not subscribed to Life and Football on right. their computer to suit you up right now because uh, it's a great organic story and how that's all evolved for you. And uh, right. I got to know, though, are we going to get you out to Boulder this year? Yes, I'm out there tomorrow. Well, I don't nice. know when you posting this, but for the Nebraska game, I will be there. I will be there. And then for the Oregon game, um, I'll be there. For the USC game, I'll be there. And then that's for the month of September. And then we'll go on so forth with October and November. But, yes, I'll definitely be out there. Oh, yeah. And, um, we also do podcasts every Friday, the Life of Football podcast. Now, this is not strictly on Colorado. This is with everybody that we can get in touch with the fam you players the um the tampa area coaches the the um polk county area coaches the orlando coaches um the tallahassee leon area their coaches and staff so we get all those people as well on and we drop that every friday awesome and colin i know that when you pack for this trip there's gonna be no red in that luggage right 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 listen i had i had my I got people like to give me bracelets and stuff. So I wear them because it'd be my kids and all stuff like that. Give me bracelets. So um, I had red on the other day and somebody messaged me and say, hey, you got to take that red bracelet off. So I went and looked and I said, mm. I said, let me take this bracelet off just for this reason. So I took it off. So I won't be able to put that bracelet on until when I get back home. So, yeah, it won't be no red, no red around me at all. What what have you heard about this rivalry, if anything? Is it just not to wear red? Is there anything else you've heard? Well, you know, since we've been talking about Colorado since the end of December, everybody was as the, they was talking about games. They would they would message me and say, "Hey, listen, this caught this Nebraska game. We don't like them. We don't like them, and so you can't either." I I I don't like red. And then people tell you, "I went to the university." Do not do not say nothing with red. Call them corn. Um, don't have no red on. Don't put no in on. I was like, ooh, this thing's serious. So I now how I used to remember Nebraska. Hey, I don't know why I get mad at me, but when I remember Nebraska, all I saw was a guy from Florida operating that offense to the T, which is Tommy Frazier. Tommy Frazier was running that thing on Florida. Mm -hmm. So that's how I remember Nebraska. And then we had a little league team in Haines City, Florida, and they used to look like Nebraska. They just had the H instead of the N on their helmet. So that's the only thing I really had about Nebraska. And I never thought about their rivalry because I'm in Florida. So all I'm thinking about is Florida and Florida State. Um, Florida State and Miami or South Florida and uh, – UCF or even the FIU versus FAU. So I'm thinking about those games, but I get it. I, and I done heard people recently, the Colorado fans been telling me like, Hey, um, this thing serious. We've been playing them since the 19, what 1940. And they'll talk about how the wins and losses go. And they'll tell me that, but I just make it in my mind 
to a Florida State in Florida or Miami versus Florida State. That's how I take the game. So that give me a sense like, oh, okay, that's how they looking at it. Because when, when them teams play here, man, in the, like at the end of the year, Florida State and Florida play every year at the end of the year. Um, the first week of October is Florida State and Miami every year. So you know what to expect and you know who got the high hand and who don't. So all the fans around here, they, they'll come at you about the Gators in Florida State. So that's how I really look at the Nebraska and Colorado. I don't know if that's how y'all see it, but that's how I, I look at it. Well, you talk about those rivalries out in Florida, and that's what Colorado's been missing since they – joined the Pac-12. Obviously, they're headed back to the Big 12, but they just never really had a rival in the Pac-12. And so I think the fact that there have been these breaks between playing Nebraska, it just has ramped it up even more when they actually uh, are going to be able to uh, battle it out on the gridiron. Colin, if if there's a Nebraska fan that gives you any time, is talking any kind of junk to you this weekend, all you have to do is respond 62-36, and that was the final score of the game back in 2001, and right. it really was the downturn of the Nebraska Era. dynasty, really. You know, they were they were just a dominant team, and that game took place. Chris Brown had a monster day, and uh, Colorado fans just love to, to say that score. You could even say that score to a Colorado fan, and you, you're going to get nothing but love back. Now, I just you just made me think of something. I do remember one more game with Nebraska is when Miami beat the brakes off them for that championship game. I didn't think they were yeah. supposed to be there. It really should have been Oregon in that game. When um, I think they I got that quarterback, Joe Harrington. That's the game I think Joe Harrington is supposed to play in, but the BCS didn't let them in that year. What else are you going to do when you're out in Colorado aside from the football game? Well, as soon as I get to Denver, I get to Denver about 9-15. I'm going to get the rental and I'm going straight to Boulder. And I want to, well, I want to eat somewhere either in Denver for like a breakfast okay. or eat in Boulder for like a brunch or lunch. And then I want to go straight to the facilities. And then I also want to see, because everybody say when you come in, it's so beautiful. So I'm going, I go live with everything. So as soon as I'm pulling up through it, I'm going live so everybody can see it with me. That's, that's not there. That's never seen it before. So that's and then um we want to have a meet and greet on that Friday, a meet and greet. I somebody said something about a pistol Pete, but I don't I don't know. And then they said on Pearl Street, get on Pearl Street. So I want to check all that out. Okay. The buff would be a great place for brunch if you're open to taking suggestions. Uh Dark Horse if you want a burger, uh Pasta Jays on Pearl Street's a, a popular buff spot. Yeah. No, I I Colin, this was a lot of fun. I enjoyed you uh, taking the time out uh, the day before traveling out to Colorado to do this with me. And uh, hopefully I'll get a chance to shake your hand here in the in the future if there's not, uh, you know, obviously last week was pretty hectic, but uh, right. have a great trip out to Colorado. And uh, yeah, hopefully Colorado uh, uh, improves to 2-0 this Saturday, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I feel they will. I, I definitely feel we finna get that win. I don't think, um, Nebraska, they skilled players can match our skilled players. And they, they 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 defense definitely can't match our offense. So I think we got it. I know we we do, but you still got to play the game. But I think we got it. I think 
either we're going to blow them out or they'll hang, hang around to like the third, second, second or third quarter they'll try to hang around. But I, I think we're going to eat them up. Yeah, their offensive coordinator says that the huddle is a heartbeat of an offense, which is uh, kind of a 1950s philosophy. And yeah. I, I, my my prediction is kind of in line with that. I, I just think late third quarter, fourth quarter, yeah. Colorado's conditioning, being at altitude and playing in that up-tempo system is when they're going to kind of pull away right. from the, the, the Huskers. Now, I do want to ask you this because you in Colorado. Um, I told everybody I was going to run the 40 yards or 20 yards on live, and I was I was gonna run it hard as I could. Um, Alto told me I couldn't run a hundred yards twice because he said to beat me down. If I get out there and run, is it that serious where I'm gonna be? <laughs> is it like is it that serious? Or are they just talking? I think the whole altitude thing is really a personal thing. It really seems to affect everybody a little bit differently. For myself, it took about two weeks when I first moved out here back yeah. in 2003, and uh, about two weeks later, I was good to go. For a couple of hundreds, uh, you might be okay. If if you push it further than that, then, then then you might be feeling the lack of oxygen in the air up here. Right, right. Okay, okay. Well, I'm I'm, I'm gonna try it. I'm gonna try it. Well, I think we all look forward to to watching you try that, and and hopefully everybody can tune in and see how your first trip out is. Is this your first trip out to Colorado? Yes. I done been to awesome. Denver, but I never left the airport. So, yes, this is going to be my first official coming outside that Denver airport. Awesome. Colin, thanks again for joining us, and best of luck with everything going forward. Hopefully we can stay in touch. We definitely will. Appreciate that, man. All right.